We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we have a Field of 68 special edition today. And uh, boy, it is, uh, it's one that's going to test my patience, that's for damn sure. Uh, I'd like to welcome on uh, two people that can help me break down this Caleb Love to Arizona thing about as well as anybody. We'll start with Riley Davis, noted Carolina fan, also writes for Heat Check, contributes to the Field of 68. Uh, and Jason Shearer of WildcatAuthority.com, 24-7 uh, network. And these guys are about as plugged into their respective schools as anybody. Uh, I'm just along for the ride, I guess. I'm going to try to be along for the ride here, but it's going to be very hard for me uh, not to share my opinions on this one. Um, Caleb Love to Arizona. Caleb Love to Arizona. <laughs> I'm still wrapping my head around it right now. Um I'll admit I'm not the biggest Caleb Love fan of watching him play. I'm just not. Uh, he's had his highs, which have been incredibly high, as we know. Uh, obviously, in the Final Four uh, and the Sweet 16, both games, he was tremendous. Uh, but also in that run, he was pretty bad against Baylor, right? He was really bad in the national title game against mm -hmm. Kansas. And that that kind of summarized Riley Caleb Love to me. The roller coaster ride that is Caleb Love. Um, he he tried to go to Michigan, that didn't work. Uh, he ends up at Arizona. What do you make of it? Yeah, I think with Michigan, I know it's been belabored by different Michigan fans like our buddy Greg Waddell that the admissions, you know, those those issues tend to creep up with their uh, with them taking undergrads as transfers. But I think that in Arizona system, he's obviously getting with Tommy Lloyd, who's gets up and down, gets out in transition, which theoretically I think should suit his skill set pretty well. Uh, I think he'll play with better spacing there than he saw at Carolina the past two years. Uh, and I think he'll need that because he's had some issues finishing at the rim uh, kind of throughout his career at UNC. And the, the more that Lloyd can kind of scheme ways to declutter the pain or even just to let him run a little bit and get him free, I think the better. And I also think it helps that he's, you know, he's not coming in alone. Uh, he might not like that, having to share the ball more, but coming in alongside Jaden Bradley and, and having Kylan Boswell there as well to, to take some of the pressure off to where he's not going to be the sole initiator. All right, cheer. Like, make, get me off the cliff here. Get Please talk me off this cliff because I, I didn't think Arizona needed to do this. I didn't think – I thought they had a good enough team and a good enough perimeter, certainly with, with Boswell, with Pella, 
bringing in Jaden Bradley for some athleticism that they were fine. And now they go out and they roll the dice on Caleb Love. And I think it is a rolling of the dice. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I'm I'm pretty torn on the move, but I understand where Tommy's coming from. I, I think when you take a look at the roster, scoring was probably going to be hard to come by at times. You know, Jaden Bradley, we don't know if he's a big scorer. Pella hasn't been a big scorer. Uh, Kashad Johnson, we know, isn't a big scorer. And so I think Tommy looked at it and say, I, I need a guy that can come in and get me points in, in bunches. And and I know Caleb Love isn't the most efficient player. but uh, You don't think? <laughs> he's got times where, where he can score and he can put up points in a hurry and he can create his own shot. And I think Tommy believes that he could probably make him a more efficient player. And if that happens, they're going to have the offense that they didn't have on the roster before. He shot 38% from the field last year. That was a career high. Yeah. That was a career high, 38% from the field, 30% from three. He was not good. And that's putting it kindly on defense. Um, there's just a lot of bad habits there. And I, and I feel like it's really tough to kind of reprogram somebody in eight months, which is what he's going to ultimately have with Caleb Love at the end of the day. I agree. The offense fits better. I think Tommy will probably get up into Caleb Love a little bit more than Hubert did because we know Hubert's like the nicest human being in the world. Uh, last I checked, Tommy Lloyd will drop a, an F-bomb here or there. Uh, so I think that'll help. But like, I just don't know if Caleb Love's going to accept a role, which is, as you described it, Jason, listen, Caleb Love is your first guard coming off the bench. Go get buckets. Man, I'll take that. I'll take that if he if he buys into it and accepts it. But to me, the NIL number probably doesn't also line up with coming off the bench, does it, Riley? Yeah, I would guess not. Uh, to your point, I think his best role is a secondary playmaker. Like if you get him the ball off a reversal, let him attack a closeout, he's great. That's when he looks his best. And even in some of those moments, like he, he will make the occasional kick out to a shooter that's just like a gorgeous pass off of the right or left hand. He's not he's not super advanced when it comes to live dribble passing, but every once in a while you'll get that. But it just matter. It just comes down to what does he think his role is? What has Tommy communicated to him with that? And can he make it work alongside Jaden Bradley and Kylan Boswell? I, I like the gamble for Arizona. I think you have a culture that we've seen the last two years with Tommy Lloyd, where you've you've been good all year. I know that the tournament shortcomings have maybe been frustrating, but they've sustained a pretty high level of success from November through March. And that's more than Carolina's ever seen with Caleb Love in the fold. Like they really, aside from the six weeks in 2022, there's they've never really started off the year well. Sure. The one thing they needed was was athleticism, right? And and they've they've so you know, they've certainly addressed that, right? Getting Bradley, getting uh Kishaw Johnson, and now getting Caleb Love. I, I understand all that. I do. I, I get it all. You know, again, I, I just I just wonder whether or not Caleb Love, the chemistry is going to be there. Because, again, you've got the Caleb Love AAU ball, which is kind of what he still plays. Let's be honest. He, he looks like an AAU player out there. Um, then you've got the body language that I don't love. And then you got, like, the Caleb Love. I'll give you an example. A couple of years ago at the Final Four, I, I get the microphone, and I had already talked about Carolina, how bad they were earlier in the season. And you don't know, Riley knows this. Sure, you don't know this story. But basically, uh, Doster and I were were there at Mohegan Sun when they were terrible. And we called them out for being terrible. Hard to watch. 
terrible chemistry, no passion, no nothing. It was awful. So I didn't see him again until the final four. And I grabbed the microphone and Armando Bacot's up there and he starts smiling. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And he was great about it. He's like, I've been waiting for you all year. And he had fun with it. The interaction was funny. It was light. I've known Baycott too, which made it a little bit easier. And then I kind of asked Caleb a similar question of, you know, you guys were tough to watch earlier in the year. How did you turn around or something to that effect? And he responded with, I don't think we were tough to watch at all. And I'm like, oh, man, like, what do you want? Like, come on, man. I'm actually giving you a compliment here that you had, you, you turned it around. You guys flipped it. And he couldn't admit that they sucked earlier in the season and they were very, very difficult to watch. And it was just like, it was maddening. It was absolutely maddening to me because Hubert would say it like everybody admitted it. So I, I guess that's the hard part for me is you got a guy that, uh, again, other than a month, he's been a, a critical piece of a team that honestly had been uh, just average. Yeah, I mean, team chemistry to me is the number one concern because you brought in Jaden Bradley. You have Kylan Boswell. We know that Kylan and Kerr didn't play great together at times last season. It's one of the reasons why they moved on from Kerr and they had kind of a mutual parting of ways. So what happens now? I mean, does, does Pella come off the bench again? Is he fine with coming off the bench? Does Jaden Bradley now come off the bench? That's the question. I, I don't know. I don't know if Arizona knows that yet, but um, Caleb Love isn't coming to Arizona to, to come off the bench. I would be shocked if Caleb Love came off the bench. So now all of a sudden you have Pella or Jaden Bradley coming off the bench. And, somebody's pissed off. Yeah, yeah somebody's pissed someone, off now. Right, and, and, and that's probably not what – and Pella's great. You know, he came off the bench last year for Cedric. Maybe he's fine with it because he still plays 30 minutes. But it's hard to believe a guy like Jaden Bradley would be cool with it. And so I'm curious with what those conversations are like and what happens the first game where Caleb, Caleb Love puts up 23 shots in a game, you know? And 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 so those are the things that, that Tommy clearly has confidence. It's 24, by the way, against Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't 23, it was 24, and he only made five. Yeah, and so, like, what happens? Like, how do his teammates react to that? That's what I'm curious about. And obviously, Tommy has confidence he can deal with it, but – I mean, that's that's something we're going to find out. Our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee in the morning guy, but by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is, AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one. And man, that could not be more true it's nearly impossible to eat and drink in a healthy manner in the month of february and the month of march when you are in my business and ag1 was exactly the supplement that i needed to improve my gut health and cover my nutritional basis for the day i've continued that into april i've continued that into may and i'm going to continue that the rest of the summer all i have to do is mix a scoop of ag1 with some water or maybe add it into a smoothie and i'm ready to go do it after lunch and you'll be ready to go for the rest of the day if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine then athletic greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase go to athleticgreens.com backslash field 68 that's 
field six eight f i e l d the number six the number eight and you can get yours now so check it out and help support this show thanks we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. All right, let, let me weigh in on Caleb Love, the teammate, for a second, because yeah. sometimes I think the body language stuff gets overblown. Like, at least watching him on the court, it, it never seemed like his teammates were displeased with him, really. And there's a couple times where he always had his guys back. Like, it's it's kind of funny now because Cormac Ryan will be on UNC this year. But, you know, there was a game back in January when Notre Dame was in Chapel Hill, and he didn't like how hard of a foul Cormac had on Puff Johnson and went over and, like, got in his face. And yep. kind of same thing happened with Doug McDaniel when he thought – I want to say it was maybe maybe Hunter and Baycott were getting into it, but it was it was another game this past year in Michigan where like he has his teammates back. And I think the, the guys definitely respect that to where I don't know. I don't I don't like to try to analyze the body language too much. I can see why why you might. But I, I do think on the court, he he has his guys backs and he will try, try to fit into the system. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. And, and I've talked to Baycott about him a lot and he, he he likes him a lot. He does. He He really likes him. And I. I agree with you. I don't think his teammates didn't like him. I, I don't think it was that. It was more of, to me, again, it's it's the bad habits. More than anything, it's the bad habits. And now the expectations that you're putting on Caleb Love and, and you know, he's, he's going to look for a second chance. And I actually like this one for him better than Michigan. Because, mm-hmm. like, Michigan's going to be probably irrelevant this year in, in a sense of the national landscape. At least now he's at Arizona. He's with a coach that loves offense, right? He's with a coach who's done really well with that 
especially in the regular season. And I think, again, his athleticism will translate in the Pac-12. Pac-12 is not the most athletic league in the world. So I actually think that's going to help him as well. Um, I just don't know. I mean, again, this is one that is about as perplexing of a, of, of a move as I've seen in a while. It, for a minute, had me go here to, to buying an Arizona State hat. I, I'm not going to lie to you. It, <laughs> I, I thought about it for a minute, but I'm going to, for those who don't know, I'm an Arizona grad. Uh, I want to see Arizona do well. I want to see this experiment work. But I'm, again, until I see it with my own eyes, I'm not believing it. And I, I feel like, listen, I'm not even sure he makes it through the year. Is that crazy to say? Like, if if he doesn't buy into the things Tommy wants him to buy into, which are moving the basketball probably, uh, not taking horrendous shots, and guarding a little bit. You don't have to be an elite defender for Tommy, but you got to guard a little bit and play tough. I, I don't know. I mean, they have enough that they could say, hey, this isn't really working. We're going to sit your ass down. Yeah, I mean, this is the same guy that, and Tommy, he benched Tajulis for not playing defense That's at the right. end of the game. Yes. I mean, the guy was averaging 20 and 10, and he wasn't in at the end of the game on defensive possessions. And Tommy's going to hold Caleb Love accountable way more than Hubert Davis did. And there's no doubt about it. And for me, it's one of those situations where I think it's going to go really poorly or really well. Like, there's no in-between. Yeah, And we're probably going to know right away. And, um, you know, it. Uh, Steve Robinson, I think we always forget, Steve Robinson is on the coaching staff. Mm -hmm. And I think that if Caleb Love was really not worth adding, Steve Robinson would have stood up and said something. And it's a great point. It it clearly has his blessing. Yeah, it's a great point with with Steve Robb on the the staff, being a veteran, knowing, you know, Sean May, Brad Frederick, Hubert, all those guys. Yeah, I don't know how we left it with some of those guys, but but I, again, Steve Robinson is such a good dude, um, and those guys are as well. That I'm sure they talked about this, mm-hmm. and ultimately, you're right. Probably the the off the court stuff was magnified a little bit by people like me, but the on the on court stuff cannot be magnified because, again, you're talking about games from two years ago. Really, we're still talking about those games from two years ago. You know. A couple games have stood out that, again, he was terrific against what UCLA and Duke, and those have carried him to this point. But again, I'm not sure we're going to have that Caleb Love at Arizona either. I'm not sure he's going to have that type of freedom and leeway and rope to be able to do some of the things that Hubert Davis let him do that I was perplexed about, that I couldn't believe that he would keep allowing him to do it. But on one hand, like they didn't have a lot of other dudes that could make plays, right, Riley? Yeah, I, I think some of the shot selection stuff gets overblown as well. Uh, I'm not going to say it was necessarily great, and Caleb would admit that. If you talk to him in press conference, he would say, shot selection is something i got to work on. He, he knows that he had a tendency to take some bad shots. But I think there was a lot of times last season where kind of the ball would just get swung around the perimeter, yeah. end up in Caleb Love's hands. No one's really looking to get inside, or no one really had the capability to get it down low to Baycott. It ends up in Love's hands with five seconds left on the on, on the shot clock, and it might result in a contested step back three. And the difference was he missed a lot of those this year, as opposed to making a lot from February to March of 2022. Um, on the defensive side, too, I know you touched on that earlier, Jeff. Uh, he that's another thing where he talked to me about this after UNC played Clemson this past February, where he acknowledged that you know there were some times where he 
fell asleep off ball and that the coaches have been working with that. And this, this was after he had a game where he shut chase Hunter down and probably the best defensive game I ever saw him play at UNC to where the, the tools are clearly there with his wingspan. He has the athleticism, the hip fluidity to become a plus defender. It's just a, a matter of can Tommy Lloyd unlock that bad habits, bad habits. And they're tough to break again uh, immediately. All right, so last last words from both of you guys here. You 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 happy with this? Like, how are you going to sleep tonight? I mean, obviously it's good for business. We know that, but <laughs> but is it good for this team, this program? Are you feeling, or are you as conflicted as I am? Yeah, I'm torn. I, I really am because I I completely understand why Tommy did it, but I I still can't get over some of the percentages and the analytics that go yes. along with it. Uh, I I will say, you know, Arizona plays Duke this season at Duke. So, yeah. so that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that game a lot more, but yeah, I'm torn. You know, like I said, I, I think it, it could go really well. It wouldn't surprise me and it could go really poorly and it wouldn't surprise me. Hey Riley, is it crazy if I drop Arizona in my preseason rankings now? Where'd you have them before? Yeah, wherever I had them, I'm probably going to drop them. <laughs> Come on. I get I'm, it. Listen, I, I mean, I'm listen. just being honest here, guys. Like I'm, 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 I'm trying to, Again, if Caleb Love was a typical college student who didn't make NIL, I would probably be a little bit nicer. But I think he, he's probably going to make more money than I am next year. So I feel like I'm able to say that, hey, you know what, man? You got to change your ways. You got to grow up here and learn how to play in a team system, learn how to, to move the basketball, grow up from the AU days. And again, it's not all on him. It's not all on him. But a lot of it is. You got to guard you got to make good decisions. And again, then I will become a Caleb Love uh, fan if he does that. But I, yeah, I don't love the way he's played the, the, the majority of his career. When the shot, those crazy shots are falling, yeah, he looks great. I mean, who doesn't like it when guys are making step back threes? Like, man, that's fun to watch. But again, hey, I was there for that Alabama game in person, Riley, the end of that one. Oh my God. Oh my, not just him. The whole team, but he was mm -hmm. he was a key figure in that one. That was bad basketball 101. Yeah, that one was tough to watch. Uh, I'll give you that. I, I just want him to succeed. I mean, I, I don't have hold any bitter feelings as a Carolina fan. Like, I'm still wearing his shirt. He hit one of the three or five biggest shots in UNC history. So, uh, yeah. I hope this move works out. And like you said, I think it's a better fit than Michigan was. And I don't know. I'm I'm so as we're talking about it, I'm wanting to believe just based on what Tommy Lloyd's done through two seasons in Tucson. And I mean, it's it's he seems like he's guaranteed to have a top five offense. And if you get Caleb Love to buy into that and you get him to sort of yes. operate more in that secondary playmaker role, I, I could see it working out. And I love Boswell. Like I do. I love Colin Boswell. I think he's going to be terrific this year's year. Like he might be the key for Caleb Love in a way, because you know, to me. Again, if he can be a guy who makes life a little bit easier for Caleb Love, and they do have, like you said, Pell is just so easy to to get along with, almost too mellow, right? That that's his his problem is he's not aggressive enough. I think they got enough good team guys, um, and the expectations won't be insane for him like they were obviously this past year for him and and the Carolina program. So, all right, listen, uh, I appreciate you guys jumping on last note, uh, late notice like this. But I, th I thought we had to talk about this. This is one of those, honestly, those offseason moves that is really going to be fascinating to watch with Caleb Love at Arizona in Tucson. 
it'll it'll definitely get me out there this year's year. I didn't make it last year, so I will definitely be out in Tucson, not just for the weather uh, this year. All right, Jason's here, <laughs> Riley Davis. Thanks for joining me, man. And uh, feel the sixty-eight. Make sure you uh, follow us. We're gonna have a show Thursday, breaking down all the draft decisions uh, and who made the right ones, and maybe who who screwed up a little bit. So we'll see you then.